Robots Radio presents Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. Not you, it's the Chimichangas! They're making a run for the border! Your father and I were lovers. What are your superpowers again? I'm rich. Hey, mummy! Twice! I made them by hand. Let the party begin! Hello and welcome to Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. The podcast interpretation of the song, I'm Walking on Sunshine. <laughs> that's Simone LaRue. And that's Chad Ekowitz with an adorable introduction. Right? I mean, it's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, And, I mean, who doesn't love that song? I, I, it's a montage song for sure. Oh, definitely. I think it's, it's just perfect to explain as you know a female protagonist in a film that you that yeah. life's going well for you you've got to th- things sorted out yeah she can have it all uh, and as we know that's our favorite genre in terms of women being the protagonist oh yeah you know you'd never ask if a man could have it all but with a woman it's all we think about yeah well with a man especially if they're white it's just assumed yeah i mean they do have it all don't they <laughs> we really do <laughs> we really do and speaking of white men who have it all and montages <laughs> and I'm just, what movies are we doing this week? We are doing one of my favorite genres of movie to watch, which is fighting <laughs> movies. <laughs> oh God, what a week it's been! So these aren't good fighting movies. Uh, these are your your lower bar, bottom of the barrel dregs fighting movies. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy makes not a single appearance in the, <laughs> any of this. Nay. Nor, nor does Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> we 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 can't. Uh, whew, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So what film are you doing this week for our fighting week? I am doing the 2008 classic, Never Back Down. Oh, what a film. I hadn't seen it before. You uh, brought it to my attention, but now I'm so glad that I've seen it. Yeah, honestly, it actually really holds up still. Like, I still back that yeah, film. The, the underlying message of it is really good. So I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of it. I mean, do they communicate it well? No. Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> but the thought is there. Exactly, exactly. And what movie are you covering, Chad? I I mean, everyone knows this film. It's uh, it, When one thinks oh. of a fighting film, one thinks of this film. And that is the, uh, I believe, 2009 film entitled Fighting with Channing Tatum. <laughs> and we definitely heard of this film before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. last week. Yeah, we, 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 definitely, we definitely didn't just Google fighting movies and then fighting mm. came up. Yeah. And we were like, oh, Channing Tatum. <laughs> Oh, Channing Tatum. In his early days, before, you know, he could act or do anything, really, I would say. Yeah. But we'll get into it. And uh, as always, uh, yeah. <laughs> your reaction just makes it. <laughs> so, to, as always, to decide who goes first, what are you drinking, Simone? I am at my parents' house this week, so apologies if the sound quality is a little better or worse than you're used to. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I'm having good wine-ish. Hey. And it is a Durbanville Hills Merlot. Oh, we like Durbanville. It's a perfect uh, eye level of the shelf wine. <laughs> so they want you to buy it. You know, it's impressive-ish. But it's not going to break the be- bank, you know? Yeah. And it's a red. So, I mean, good on you for drinking a red yeah. in the middle of the day. <laughs> it's winter here, so you can do that. That's true. That is true. And what's the percentage? 14%. Oh, lovely. Hmm. Hmm. It's getting me where I'm supposed to go. <laughs> And what are you drinking? I'm drinking a delicious Tennessee Jack Daniels. Oh, that stuff is honey delicious. Whiskey. I love it. It's so tasty. I mean, normal whiskey's yeah. alright. You have to have a taste for it. 
And there are days where I do and there are days where I don't, but I always have a taste for honey jack. I have been working really hard on getting good with whiskey, and I'm trying while I'm visiting my parents because my dad has like a pretty okay collection of it. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And basically, once the ice melts enough, I am in. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't think people like put ice in to like cool their drink down. Oh, no. It's literally just to dilute it yeah. because it is gross. <laughs> yeah, that first sip does not go down smooth for me. <laughs> it No, 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 no. I think... The only people who it immediately tastes good for are like sailors. Yes. And old school businessmen whose mouths are just made out of leather. Yeah, it's exclusively like madmen territory. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So mine comes in at a cool 35%, which means I start. Congratulations, we can get this movie out the way. That is that is what I want to do, because I don't know about you, but I don't have a lot to say about it, so this will be a very short section. I think, you know, there's a lot to dissect. Like a, <laughs> like a bloated corpse that you found in the river. Like a bloated corpse. <laughs> it's just sad to watch. Just, just sad. It's already dead. <laughs> Well, let's find out what this film is about, if yeah. we can. Please explain it to me, because I felt stupid watching the movie the whole time. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, I actually paid attention to this one, and even paying attention, I was very confused. So this is what I believe yeah. is the plot synopsis. I don't know if it actually is, so this should be fun. Okay. This is going to be good for everyone. And I actually wrote it out, thank God. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do this off the cuff. <laughs> not this one. No, absolutely not. So here we go. <clears throat> Fighting. Sean MacArthur, played by Channing Tatum, is just a normal guy. He's down on his luck selling counterfeit goods for pennies on the New York streets. One fateful day, he runs into Harvey Borden, played by Terence Howard, who offers him the opportunity to be part of an underground bare-knuckle fighting ring. The reason Harvey does this is that he saw Sean fight off six guys in a brawl the day before. Harvey takes Sean, Sean to his first fight, which he miraculously wins despite being the worst fighter. Unfortunately, they win no money on this fight for some reason. But it does give Sean and Harvey the opportunity to fight tougher opponents and win more money. In, ne in the next fight, Sean is about to lose, this, uh, lose against this massive guy when one of his crew steps in and kicks the big guy in the back of the head. This uh, disqualifies him from the fight for cheating, and yet again, they get no money. In the meantime, one night, Sean goes out to the club and runs into an old classmate from high school in Alabama. This is Evan Haley, played by Brian White. He is a true asshole, but despite this, he, is some he has some pretty solid reasons for hating Sean. See, Sean's dad was the wrestling coach at their high school and was a dick to Evan, often casually using the N-word to degrade him. Sean also has issues with his dad because once during a fight with some of the other kids, Sean hit his father multiple times in a haze of fury. His father never forgave him, and so he is trying to defend his father's honor. Sort oh, of, see, I guess. when I watched the movie, I thought he'd straight up murdered his dad accidentally. Like, no, this no. is. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much mumbling in this movie. I fucking cannot. It's ridiculous. I don't know how we're going to do any clips from this movie because it's just like. And I fought my dad and he got punched in the face. We can literally play any line yeah. from the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, he, he punched his dad. He got into a fight, punched his dad, and he didn't, oh, okay. he didn't stop punching his dad. And then his dad was like, get out of my house and don't ever speak to me again. And Sean was just like. Yeah, I'm kind of okay with that. I mean, it makes sense why you would never want to talk to me again. Eight. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sean also at this point meets Zule Velez, a beautiful lady. Uh, I think it's also played, her name is actually Zule Velez. So I'm oh. going to double check that now because I think I might have yeah. just been lazy. Thanks, IMDb, for having my back. Uh, sorry. No, it's uh, Zule Velez played by Zule Haneo. 
So, so, so very close, but I just decided not to, yeah. to name it. So, she is a beautiful lady who ends up falling in love with Sean. Unfortunately, Zule has a secret. She is working with Harvey, placing bets for him on the sly so that Harvey can get paid double for the fights. When Sean finds this out, he is furious, but ends up becoming a bit more chill about it towards the end of the movie. Sean fights some more, wins all of his fights, and is now brought up to the big leagues. He is to fight, finally, Evan for all the stakes, as well as a prize money of uh, of $250,000. Harvey, on the other hand, wants Sean to lose the fight, and besides this, believes that Sean will lose the fight, and tells Zule to bet bet another $250,000 on Sean to lose. Unsurprisingly, for this kind of movie, Sean wins the fight. Harvey is pissed because he's essentially a dead man, but it turns out that Sean convinced Zule to bet all the money on him instead, earning the the three of them a cool one million dollars. They all decide to run away to Chicago together, and that is the end of the film. So, um, what's your what's your cliffhanger for this? It is the only part of the film that I enjoyed, and it is this clip from our man uh, Harvey Borden, uh, played by Terrence Howard. You know, you shouldn't be robbing people, you know that? Especially ones that can come and find you. Why don't you sit down and talk to me for a second? I just want to have a conversation with you. I was talking about you earlier. Look, try some of these bread things. They're terrible. I just lost my shit at that line. I just could not stop laughing at that because it was the only line that was like, it was in the background, but it was only, it was clearly yeah. enunciated, which kind of made it worth watching. And I feel like, there is so much crap in this movie, but Terrence Howard is the yeah. only real guy in it, and it's so funny. He is great in this. I have a lot of thoughts about his character, <laughs> but we'll get into it in a second, because personally for me, the best part of this movie is Zule's grandmother. Oh, yeah! She is so funny, and just absolutely, I feel like everybody has met that grandmother uh-huh. who hates them. <laughs> I mean, not me, like, parents and grandparents love me, Oh yeah, yeah. but, like, generally. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think she's she walks that really interesting, hilarious grandmother line of, like, simultaneously hating yeah. him and then being like, well, I'm gonna feed you anyway, because I'm a grandmother. And yeah, of course, so she's not a monster. <laughs> How you doing? Excuse me. You gotta go. Sorry, I know. Enough is enough. Please no. go. Yes, ma'am. I believe it's enough for today. You can mail it to over today. No, be sorry. No seconds. Come in. You come in. Thank can you just so give me one, one, one minute? I know this belay. I'm Miss Guzman. Okay. okay? I and you gotta go. Give me one second go. to say bye, please. Oh my goodness. You give me so much trouble in the day. Yes, ma'am. No, I could. Oh, yeah, she could have come a little bit later, that's for sure. That would have been nice. Oh, And I love it because he's like, he like tries to, to speak Spanish to her to try and win her over. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. <laughs> She's like, speak English or speak Spanish. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dynamic is really, really nice. Bless her. Yeah. So what are your feelings towards Terrence Howard? Why? What, what, explain. Okay. So the whole movie, right? Like he's kind of supposed to be a sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. And I'm not clear on why, because the way I see it is he picks out the scrawny, naive dude who's down on his luck, is like, hey, do you want to get the shit kicked out of you? And for some <laughs> reason, Channing Tatum's like, okay. Like, he doesn't even really tell him it's a fight until he's there. Yeah. <laughs> and then Channing Tatum wins also on an off chance that there happened to be like a porcelain water fountain. Right. Uh, <laughs> At the ring, like, he would have lost otherwise. 
Yeah. And then, like, before another match, he tells Channing Tatum, because Channing Tatum's, like, living on the streets, he tells him that he can sleep at his place. And you're supposed to see that as a really nice move, when what he's really doing is looking after his investment. Uh-huh. And then, so then he fights again, and then he's like, no, I need you to throw this match. And Channing Tatum's like, no, because, you know... It's that kind of movie. But, like, the whole time, he's basically just manipulating this guy into making money for him. Mm. And I don't know at what point he was supposed to be sympathetic. Even at the end, he's like, yeah, I set up this fight for you that I expect you to lose. And Channing Tatum's like, ah, you're all right. Like, what? And then at the end, he's like, yeah, I bet all your money. I did you this big favor. And now the three of us can run away together because we're such good friends. What? Yeah, it is a bonkers plot. Like, it is genuinely bonkers. <laughs> because this dude has done nothing but use you and then betray yeah. you, betting against you with your girlfriend. Yeah, but then the thing person. that he's mad about is that his girlfriend knows him? Yeah, like, why would you keep it a secret as well? It makes no sense. I was so confused by, like, why he was mad about it, why they kept it a secret. The whole movie, like, was just so bizarre. I think the the major problem for me was just, like, the payoffs were such letdowns every single time. Like, the first fight, you expect him to, like, like, lose valiantly and then like come up yeah. to it because the end result was the exact same like they won no money because they they fucking basically cheated so like yeah. the fact that he won the fight on a technicality because there was a porcelain sink that he rammed the russian heads dude into yeah I and they he still was dead yeah that was pretty real and the fact is they didn't win any money for it so he might as well have lost anyway because that would yeah. have made the exactly. story even better yeah, and you then, know, that's a fighting movie. <laughs> exactly. And then there's such mystery built around Harvey and Zule's relationship. And then it's like, oh no, she just places bets for me. And it's like, well, that's not an actual issue. Yeah, exactly. And and then, like, it's like the end result, even with the fight against Evan, is also pointless. Because, let's be honest, Evan is 100% right. Yeah. Sean's father is a yeah. dick. You don't use the N-word. Like, he was fighting for what's right. He should have, by all intents and purposes, won that fight because he was and in Evan the right. And Evan is also clearly a better fighter. Channing Tatum, not that great a fighter. All he's good at is getting out of a choke. That's all he does in all of his fights is just get out of chokes. Yeah, exactly. Like, to judge yeah. uh, Channing Tatum's fighting on that six-way brawl in the New York streets is such yeah. bullshit because he didn't really win. He just kind of pushed and kind of shoved and was got some very lucky pot shots in. And then the police came, so he had to run away. Like, for, for for Terrence Howard's character to just go, yeah, this is our fighter, this is the guy, is insane. It's it's so crazy. Like, if you like fighting and you like technically good fight scenes, don't watch this movie. Because, <laughs> like, that fat, sorry, the larger gentleman has him in a choke in that second fight that, like, you know, yeah. someone... And it's not even a very good one. No. <laughs> like, you've done martial arts, you know, we both know. I was mm. like, but that's not even... It's not like... even good. Like, I know you're... Of course he's not out yet. I think your expertise is more in chokeholds and stuff, and mine is in, like, technical fighting. So that fight against the, the Asian man towards the end, yeah. I was just like, this is bonkers that he even won. Because that Chinese guy, th- that Asian man should have taken him yeah. out. And like like you say, you know, you you know chokeholds and things better. So like the fact that the chokeholds weren't even that good, it's just bonkers that this thing was made. <laughs> I'm baffled by all of it. What did you like about this movie, Chad? Let's uh let's bring it back. The only thing I liked about it was my initial reaction of hearing that Luis Guzman was in the film because I love <laughs> him. Luis Guzman. <laughs> Luis Guzman, and it like. Even okay, I'm not gonna hate anymore because we're in the liking section now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That whole that whole joke of like they all call him Harvey all the time and have to use his name. Guess what, Harvey? We were talking about you and we said that maybe we should put your man in one of our fights, a big fight, hundred thousand dollars to the winner. 
Harvey. Oh, oh, oh. Harvey's excited, huh, Harvey? You excited, Harvey? $100,000. What? <laughs> what? But apart from that, okay. Burying that deep, deep down in my soul. Mm. Uh, seeing Luis yeah. Guzman in this film was fantastic. Love him. He's always so funny. But Terrence Howard's character was just kind of the seminal piece for me. I didn't care about Channing Tatum, but Terrence Howard always made me laugh. His lines were great. He was sort of just like... Yeah. Yeah. I think he was even just sort of like, why are we doing this film? And that kind of came across in his lines and everything. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed his performance in this. And that's what I would say Yeah, he I did the best that he could to make the character into a more sympathetic one. I think anyone else would not have pulled it off. Mm. And yeah, he had some great lines. His acting, you know, I think he really <laughs> held it together. He held the movie yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. I ended up looking at other reviews <laughs> for this movie. Yes. Yes. Just what because, did you like, find? I was like, okay, who rated this nine out of ten? <laughs> so, some of the common compliments for it were that it shows a very real side of New York. Like, it's much more mm -hmm. realistic. You know, you have like these weird bodegas and like people in shitty apartments. Like, none of the apartments were designer apartments. It's people with like crap furniture yeah. and shit all over the place. And like, some people are like, it's a much more realistic look at living in new york and moving to new york when you're on the lower income end of things yeah which i'll get behind <laughs> and then they were saying you know for a fighting movie this one really focuses more on the characters and stuff than on the actual fights to which i say then don't call it a fighting movie no 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 <laughs> because you know warrior also focuses on the characters more than the fights and yet it's really good and the fights are yeah amazing uh, exactly and don't call your movie fighting yeah <laughs> you know call like, I don't know. Emotions in New York. <laughs> <laughs> That's like 90% of the movies that come out every year. <laughs> <laughs> the same title could be applied to Sex in the City. <laughs> but yeah, like overall, I think it was pretty well shot. The fight scenes, not so much, but like the rest of it, the dramatic bits were very mm. well shot. Again, the grandma was just perfection. I wanted to see more of her. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's... It's fine. What did you think of Brian White's character, Evan Haley? I mean, we don't really get to see much of him, right? Like, he's really just sort of the shadow no. final boss at the end kind of thing. <laughs> you know, they keep alluding to Channing Tatum's backstory. Not very well, obviously, since I thought he'd murdered his dad. No. And I'm still, like, not <laughs> sure why this guy is blaming Channing Tatum for his dad's behavior. Yeah. And the whole thing is just so yeah. baffling. Like, surely he'd be like, oh, hey, I heard you got away from your dad. Like, good for you. That guy was really toxic. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was baffled by their rivalry. I just, I feel like they had a good idea yeah. for the script, and then they just never finished it. And they were like, fuck it, we'll just yeah. shoot it and see, see how it goes. goes. I love as well, like, with his character, it's like, he thinks he's such a big deal, mm. but he's, like, the best underground street fighter in New York. Like, no one gives a shit who he is. The, the, the general consensus of underground means that yeah. no one knows who you are. Yes. So you have no right to act like a big I deal. I guess maybe in that small community you can... <laughs> So when only when he's around Harvey, Louise Guzman, and Channing Tatum is yeah. he allowed to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm a big deal. <laughs> and in that one specific shitty club. Yeah. Oh god, what a film. But good in parts. There are some seriously good characters in this in between yes. bits. So I guess that's where we can leave it. So what could have saved it for you? God. <laughs> just God coming down and smicing all of them. Yeah, just the Lord <laughs> could have fixed this. 
<laughs> I think cut out the dad's whole backstory. Like, uh-huh. get rid of it. It doesn't matter. He can just be homeless in New York. Like, the dad thing didn't really make sense. It was just like, oh, he's kind of got an axe to grind, and that explains why he knows how to wrestle, but not much else. So, like, cut that, and then <laughs> figure out what you want Harvey to be. Mm-hmm. Is he a good guy? Is I know understand they were, like, going for nuance, but... <laughs> The whole time I was like, no, he's clearly not a good guy. No, 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 no. Like, so the end would have been cool if, like, either have him be a little more evil. So Channing Tatum's like, haha, we actually are stealing all your money that we bet on me, and now we're running off. Haha, goodbye. Have him be less evil, <laughs> and then <laughs> it makes more sense for the three of them yeah, to run off yeah. together. They have no real relationship to bring Harvey with them. It really makes very little sense no yeah or they could have even been like hey we won you this money we're taking our cut we're leaving yeah best of luck to you yeah you that would have made more sense yeah agreed i think my scene is very similar to yours in the fact that there was no motive mo- no motivation uh-huh. behind any of this like there was no reason for this movie to even exist like yeah the basic premise that this guy saw this yeah. other guy fighting really really well and then invited him to do this thing it was just completely it yeah. was the dumbest thing ever and everything was just by chance the fact yeah. that evan was even involved in this underground ring was completely coincidental like we knew nothing of yeah. why from alabama. from alabama like that is very far away from new york just saying yes. it's very coincidental that they all ended up in new york so so yeah, yeah i want to like you say i think either get rid of it or make it more seminal so make it a case that it's happening in alabama it's the alabama underground fighting ring would make more sense hmm. and i would kind of watch the shit out of that because people from texas are fucking nuts alabama's not is in that... texas alabama's its own state isn't oh okay let's try it so so i'm i Ignorance on my part, I'll, I'll hold up my hands and say mea culpa, and I'll say, because Alabamians are fucking nuts. Most, a lot of people from the South, they got a lot of fight in them. Exactly. They were very plucky yeah, bunch. plucky is a great And that's word. not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Simone, the $2,500 question, would you watch this again? You know I wouldn't. <laughs> 20 minutes into this movie, I was texting you, like, Chad, I still don't understand what's happening. They're all mumbling. I felt like an old lady complaining about the mumbling. <laughs> But, like, <laughs> I had to turn up the sound so yeah. far on my laptop to understand. Yeah, I, I, I'm i in the same boat. It was just ridiculous. The sound, like, why mumble? Yeah. You're all good actors. Stop this. <laughs> and like you said, there's no payoff. No Like, payoff. by the time you get to the end of the movie, you're just like, thank fuck, it's over. Yeah, even that final conversation, which I think we have to include a clip of. Means we lie, we put it on us to win. We know you never go for it, so we ain't say nothing, but. There's a million dollars in there. Business ready for business, huh? Huh? You taught me that. That's a lot of money in there. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not kidding, Sean. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of IHOPs. <laughs> we're going to Birmingham. Okay. You know, we're going to go and see my family, see what's left of it. You know what I mean? Maybe stop by Chicago or something. On your way 
Of Birmingham, Chicago, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you come? Was the most bullshit. Uh, it was just cringe. Yeah, just like there's no satisfaction no. in watching this movie. You're not even like, oh, like it's not like Never Back Down. We're like, oh, the plot's like kind of average, but the fights mm. are really good. Like it's none exactly. of that. <laughs> the fights are garbage yeah. too. Agreed. And I, I have to agree with you. I would never watch this film again. And for our <laughs> viewers, I, I would say never, ever, ever, ever watch this film. Just leave it behind you. Yeah. This is a first on this podcast. I know. We're being very negative about this podcast, uh, this uh, this, yeah. this movie, but I, you kind of have to be, I guess, you know? The only time I would say watch this, trying to recover yeah. what this podcast is really about, is if you know Channing Tatum personally, and you sit down to watch it with him <laughs> and say, what were you doing? Why? Yeah. What? What? Explain this to me, please, Channing. Yeah. So yes, that is fighting for you. Fighting. Fighting. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> should introduce myself. Um, I'm Corin Black, a humble half-demon, and folks around Baltimore call me the Devil's Runt. Here we go, finally moving again. How do you feel about methamphetamines? You know, Devil's Blood don't make you a devil. Under the Shroud, fantasy, noir, and horror from Baltimore's sin-soaked streets. Find creator Ian Humphrey on Twitter at Fictional Ian. Save us, please. Never back down. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Never back down. So, uh, full disclosure, Never Back Down is one of Rudy's favorite movies from his childhood. It's up there with Tokyo Drift. I love your boyfriend. So we had the best time watching Your boyfriend is the best human being. (laughs) He's the most white, white guy I've ever met in my life. And I love him. He's so superb. Do you know, it's very surprising to me that he doesn't have a tribal tattoo, but I love him for that fact alone. <laughs> Luckily, I think we just missed the time when those were in. <laughs> and it's very fortunate. But, you know. Maybe get him a puka give necklace him time, hey? for, his, for his birthday. <laughs> I would. Oh, don't tease me. <laughs> oh, okay. Jake Tyler, played by Sean Ferris, is an angry teen who constantly gets into fights. This is because of the tragic death of his father, which which Jake believes is his fault. When he moves to another new city with his mom, played by Leslie Hope, and his brother Charlie, played by Wyatt Henry Smith, he is determined to make a new start. Unfortunately for him, that just isn't in the cards. His new school is way into (laughs) MMA and often hosts amateur matches, unofficially. When he joins his new friend Max, played by Evan Peters, at a house party, he learns this the hard way. Rich kid and perpetual bully Ryan, played by Cam... Gigande? 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 Yeah, okay. Either way. I'm gonna go with Gigande. Okay. Goads him into a fight and beats the hell out of him. Ryan is also dating the girl that Jake has a crush on, the beautiful and deep and mysterious Baja, played by Amber Heard. Max offers Jake the chance to to train in MMA with his instructor, Jean Roquois. Jean is a fighter from Brazil who blames himself for the death of his brother back home and has been too ashamed to see his dad ever since. Jake is allowed to train at the gym on the condition that he not use his fighting skills to attack anyone. Jake agrees and finds he's actually really good at fighting and he enjoys the training. In the meantime, Baja breaks up with Ryan for what he did to Jake and goes about trying to make amends. After a bit back and forth about popularity and pride, the two end up being an item. It's not surprising on anyone. <laughs> They're both very attractive and that's what matters really. They're both beautiful people. Jake inevitably gets into a random public brawl at a traffic light, at which point Rook. Roqua bans him from fighting again. 
However, they have a heart-to-heart about their respective tragic backstories, and Jake is allowed back in, again, on the condition he doesn't fight. However, Ryan is having none of it and tries to get Jake to enter a local fighting tournament. Jake declines, so Ryan kidnaps Max and beats him up so badly he ends up in the hospital. Jake has another heart-to-heart with Roqua, and they agree that sometimes there is a time to fight and confront a problem head-on. So, at the tournament... Ryan is disqualified early on for eye gouging. (laughs) So Jake taps out of the tournament since his reason to fight there is gone. Ryan confronts him in the parking lot where the two have an epic fight that Ryan, uh, no, that Jake obviously wins. (laughs) Jake is now at peace with himself and having won the respect of his peers, including Ryan, he can finish high school in peace and Roqua goes home to visit his dad in Brazil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Well, let's start. What's your what's your cliffhanger? There's so many. You, okay, well, lines. It's okay. You know what? It actually has to be Roqua when yelling at Jake while he trains, like. Get going! Don't give up! Never give up! Never back down! Come on, pick it up! Push yourself! It's always fun when they awkwardly shoehorn the title of the movie into the movie. Are you saying you don't like that? (laughs) I've never had anyone say that to me while I'm punching an inanimate object. Wow, you need to find some better trainers. Oh, really? You need to find some... I mean, I've had people be like, you know, go for it, like, you know... Don't stop. But I've never heard someone say never back down. Like, how am I backing down from a punching bag? Oh, I've always had it. I, I, I've exclusively had people be like, never back down. Fighting. Southpaw. And I'm like, what does this mean? <laughs> Warrior. And I'm like, why are you saying these things? <laughs> We've had very different trainers. It's probably why you're a better fighter than me. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> we'll find out one day, Chad. Oh, that would be good. If we get to a million listens, we will host a fighting match between me and Simone in a parking lot. I cannot shake my head hard enough. I do not want to do that. I love setting these really unrealistic goals and it always makes me really happy. (laughs) It makes me hope we never get to that many followers. (laughs) Uh, So what were your thoughts on this film? Low-key really love this movie. Right? Like... I know objectively the script is garbage and like you have a 25 year old playing supposedly a 17 year old and like, you know, it doesn't make that much sense, but it's just so trash that it's good. It's like, it's up there with Fast and Furious. Yeah, no question. And it's very Fast and Furious in how it's like, it's, yeah, it's very Fast and Furious Mm. in how it's created because in this universe, in the Never Back Down universe, very much like in the Fast and Furious universe, fighting is a massive part of everyone's lives yeah in the same way as street racing is a massive part in everyone's lives and it's really not like (laughs) wouldn't you be fucking terrified if you started at a new school (laughs) and went to a house party and people were just fucking wailing on each other i would fucking go nuts like no wonder like in the beginning when he walks past them beating up that kid like beneath the bleachers and he's like no 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 i like this this is what i do best like no i would ask for a transfer immediately yeah i'd be like mother maybe we should consider homeschooling for me (laughs) That's when your mother puts on, like, MMA gloves and starts wailing on you as well. (laughs) Also, shout out to Evan Peters from American Horror Story. He was so cute and chubby. Yes. Yeah, when I saw him in this, I was like, oh, that's nice. That's that's, that's great that he got this stuff. I was like, oh, it's his puppy version. This is before he became, like, really edgy and grungy in season one. And, like, hot? (laughs) Are you saying he's hot now in this film or hot in American Psycho? Clearly American Horror Story. Oh, sorry, American Horror Story. I don't know. He had a sort of, like, dumpling sexiness about him. yeah. It's true, but like he's hot mm. in American Horror Story, you know. We know what type of guys you like. <laughs> <laughs> Problematic ones. <laughs> 
It's fine. That's what we both like. We like the crazy. I'm very ones. lucky that I managed to find someone who I like who's not problematic and wants to date me. Um, Raquel, friend of the podcast, and I have a thing where it's like you actually don't want to dr- date your dream person because no. inevitably your dream person is extremely problematic and emotionally unavailable and not good for you. Yes. Yes. Couldn't agree yeah. with you more. You guys are so right. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Like my dream guy for the longest time is Dean from Supernatural. Oh who no. Would be awful to date <laughs> just a horrible person first of all it's a long distance relationship second of all yeah, obviously yeah. all the mind fuckery so much angst and a lot of emotional issues and i mean we all know mine it's taylor swift and oh boy <laughs> that's a that lot is a for lot you to Chad. deal with that is an avalanche of problems if jake gyllenhaal couldn't manage how could that you? is a good point i am a lesser man than him we all can agree all of us are yeah <laughs> <laughs> so Everything about this movie is fantastic, I'm sorry to say, but it's the complete opposite to fighting. It's just, I love the bad guy in this film. He's so good at playing the bad guy. I mean, he was the bad guy in Twilight, the first one. Yeah. And he, like, when I saw him in this, I was like, oh, young evil vampire. Perfect. Brilliant. He's so good. And he trained really fucking hard for this movie. Oh, All really? of them did. The fight yeah. scenes are actually like, um, I was watching with Rudy who trained MMA for a while mm-hmm. and we were both like, oh, that's like a really good move. And it, the fight scenes are very well choreographed and you can see all the people in it trained so hard yeah, for it. Yeah, agreed. And I think that's what makes the difference between like a bad fighting movie and a, and a good fighting movie is that the, the level of training that you yeah. have to undergo for it. And just the technicality of it, you know, like put the time in. Also, how much does the main character look like a young Tom Cruise? That is all I could think about. I was like, I, oh are you like a spawn of Tom Cruise? Like accidentally, like in his earlier years when he was yeah. still like normal human being? Yeah, obviously a taller version of Tom Cruise, but like <laughs> a very handsome younger Tom Cruise. Yes, which also begs the question of why isn't he in Top Gun Maverick? He hmm. should be, frankly. He should be, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, he really, really did. And it was, it was wonderful to watch him because I was like, at least we now have like uh-huh. the opportunity to remake uh, films like uh, Minority Report, Vanilla Sky, <laughs> Rain Man. We can all just go back. <laughs> <laughs> but what a film. And like, you know, even, even um, Baha's character in this made no sense, but she no, was just perfect. Not. She was just like, oh, before I, when I got here, I wasn't popular and no one noticed me and now I'm dating Bull this guy. Bullshit. And you're just like, oh, really, Amber Heard? No one noticed your perfectly symmetrical face <laughs> and flowing golden locks. Could you imagine going to high school with that? Could you imagine? <laughs> and especially, like, obviously this came out while we were in high school, early high school. Mm-hmm. And, like, none of the guys in my fucking high school looked like that. They all looked like young Evan Peters yeah. and not as handsome. No. Much more spotty. <laughs> and obviously none of the girls looked like fucking Amber, Amber Heard. Heard. <laughs> Like <laughs> if Amber Heard walked into high school one day, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm new from wherever I'm from." I think every oh, boy sake. and girl in the class would just explode. <laughs> it would be like looking <laughs> at the at the at the um, Ark of the Covenant in Indiana Jones. Like everyone's yeah. faces would just melt. You know how a lot of girls. Well, I went to an all girls school for a while, oh, right, but like okay. a lot of girls in high school think that they're gay, and really they're just going through <laughs> puberty. Yeah. Uh, and people have, and women happen to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would have happened with Amber Heard. <laughs> like I would have been like, I think I'm yeah. gay. Yeah, definitely, no question about it. Like, there's no way her popularity was based on dating him. <laughs> yeah. 
Anne also no matter like, how tries to hide the fact that she's smart, which is such an early 2000s thing to do. Uh-huh. No question about it. Also, can we speak about the younger brother? Ugh, love him. He's great. Like, tennis star. He's just got, like, his life planned out. He's awesome. Such a little creep. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, I, I, I could use with some, le- some, uh, some wrestling lessons. Fuck yes, you can. <laughs> You're the best. You scamp. <laughs> you, you, you little ragtag. Love him. Do you want to talk about the message of the film, which was that, like, there's a time and a place to fight, and then a lot of times where fighting isn't necessary. Yeah, let's do it, because I think we both feel that way in in in, in how fighting is yeah. used. I do think, uh, like, and obviously this is what happens in the movie, is if you have a very angry child, mm-hmm. a really good thing to do is sign them up for a martial arts class. Definitely. Because few things are as humbling <laughs> as getting your ass kicked. As getting your ass kicked. <laughs> and usually, like, for Krav especially, you know, these guys show up and they're, like, full of testosterone. And then you, they get paired mm. with some waifish 18-year-old and get destroyed. And, like, you know. Yep. It's, and it's, especially for kids, it's good to have that, like, community and, like, organization. And, like, like I think that's mm. good. I think learning discipline and also learning, like... A lot of organized sports teach you really the power behind what you have uh, mm. and that like the fact that you can use it as a privilege and you should only use it if, God forbid, you have to. And I yeah. think those are all great reasons to sign your kids up for martial arts. And I guess the mom realizes that halfway through, yeah. like she realizes Jake is a lot calmer and whatever. Yeah. But yeah, like I completely agree with you. I think I think a martial art, even like any any contact physical sport like that, carve, boxing, whatever, it teaches yeah. you that discipline. Everything. But it also teaches you that you're not made of glass. That if you get hit yeah. in the face, like it's gonna hurt, but you are gonna survive it. Yeah. And and I think that's a really important lesson for everyone to learn is that you know the yeah. first time you get hit in the face, you get a bit shocked. But then if you get hit in the face again, you're like, <laughs> okay, I can handle this. And I think everyone <laughs> needs to be hit in the face. Everyone needs to be hit in the face. Yeah. Is that that's, what that's you're my uh, ending this off? <laughs> because if you get into a street fight because someone's trying to attack you or rob you or whatever, at least you know that you're not going to die. You're not going to have that shock from getting punched in the face for the first time. I want to play a game. What is the worst injury you've ever had because of a contact sport? Oh, I snapped my ACL. (laughs) And had to get a new one built. Yes, I remember that. (laughs) Yes, it it was a time. And I have very floppy joints, like I have joints that hyperextend, so it took uh, my poor physio, who is so sweet and competent, like three months to realize that it had snapped. (laughs) So I kept trying to go back to Krav, and then the bones would bash together, because there was no ACL. So that's my worst injury. What's yours? Uh, I got amnesia uh, from getting kicked in the head. Oh, shit. And I lost a, a half a tooth. Uh, so it was, I had stopped Taekwondo for a little while because I was sort of plateauing yeah. and I wasn't feeling it anymore. And I went and I did fencing and I learned sort of new techniques. Yeah. And then I went to a demonstration with my old instructor who weighs about 156 kilograms of pure muscle. Uh-huh. And uh, we decided to fight. Uh, to show the demonstration and because I had been away a while and I'd learned some new techniques from fencing he was getting really irritated because I was sort of keeping my distance and getting some good shots in that way so he was getting a little bit irritated with me so he faked out I went in for the attack and then he kicked me in the face and I went down like the Hindenburg (laughs) and I don't I don't I still don't remember anything from the day it was the weekend that I went to see Oasis and I completely (laughs) forgot all about that and I've only got a sort of vague memory of it now uh, I woke up and I was in bed again and I felt around in my mouth and a piece of tooth came loose. And so I spat that out, which was fun. 
I got out of bed and my dad was furious at me and he was like, get back to bed. I just put you in bed. And I was like, I have no memory of that. I don't remember how I got into bed. I don't remember anything. Oh, and they God, were like, Daryl. Yeah, I know. And they were like, Daryl kicked you in the face. That's why you don't remember anything. They had taken me to hospital. I had gotten an MRI and everything. Still no memory of that to this day. So that is my worst injury. So uh, if you sign your kids up for martial arts or yourself, just make sure you've got health insurance. <laughs> mm. Yeah, good move. Good That's move. really step one. Uh, you're going to need it. Yeah. Oh, but with that, sorry. So to go back, so the whole thing was like, you know, there's a time to fight. And like at the end when he has his heart to heart and he's like, no, I have to enter this tournament and beat Ryan because he beat up our friend. And I don't think yeah. that was the move there. I think he could have just been like, well, you're still an asshole <laughs> and I'm still not going to fight you. Yeah. You fucking psychopath. And just left it and yes. let him realize that his self-worth yes. really lay in winning and, you know, overcome that on his own. <laughs> because, like, so he fights him and he beats him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they're cool. Like, now they respect each other. And I'm like, oh, so this kid's just stopped being a fucking so sociopath because you kicked him in the face? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> like, it, like, he even says that line. He's like... This is about me and you. I don't care about some tournament. Giving up? Is that what you're doing? No. I showed up. I'm here. I'm ready. There's nobody here to watch now. That's all you care about, right? Spectator sport. And it's so true. And then it feels like the end of yeah. Mean Girls, where yeah. they just like nod at each other, and it's like, what? No. Cool. <laughs> Bonkers. Um, Bonkers. Okay, You're last so right. comment, which I will say is my favorite. When he his first day at the MMA class, and he's like, "No, no, I'll just like I'll just join your workout," you know. And the guy's like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yes." <laughs> and <laughs> it's like all of those training sessions suck. Like you know, you saw what he's doing. it was like box jumps and pull ups and like a bunch of weights and yeah. and then he's like, "Yeah, I'll be back tomorrow." And I was like, "No, you won't." No, you dude. will not. You won't be able to walk tomorrow. <laughs> like he's gonna wake up and try to get out of bed and just go. Ugh. <laughs> I remember after my first crumb class, like <laughs> I sounded like an injured whale the next two days. Like every time I moved. <laughs> and so I think that was maybe the most unrealistic thing was he was like, yeah, Chipper, yeah. like having just been fucking murdered. Like he's like, yeah, I'll be back exactly. tomorrow. It's 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 amazing to watch that and and the confidence of seventeen year olds. Mm. That's what they truly captured in this yeah. film. I think. Yeah. So scene that could have saved it. Yeah. What is what is yours? Nothing. This is a perfect movie. <laughs> Uh, no, like, honestly, like, if they're gonna do their whole, like, oh, you don't have to fight thing, like I said, I think the real move would have been for him to be like, no, Ryan, I'm not gonna fucking, like, fight you. Yeah. But yeah. obviously, it's a fighting movie, so that wouldn't have blown over well. So you have to. No. That would have been really weird at the end, when they don't fight, and you're just like, what the fuck? Oh. What have we been building to? <laughs> it's a whole fighting movie about not fighting. <laughs> so I get it. But it didn't make sense yeah. for the message they were trying to get. <laughs> and, uh... Otherwise, you know what? I love this movie. I think it's perfect. Definitely. And what's your scene that could have saved it? It didn't feel illegal enough. Like, there wasn't enough authority throwing down about this. Mm. Like, I would have I would have loved yeah. for a teacher to have walked past bleachers in the first scene and been like, um, no, we don't condone this at all at the school. I would have loved someone's parents to come home to that, to that house party and been like, what the fuck are you doing? This is nuts. Yeah. Like... All of this 
all of this street fighting is yeah. completely not condoned by any authority, and yet it still flies throughout the movie. No. I would have liked that extra aspect. aspect. Yeah, that end tournament is very right? official exactly. looking. Like, I would have loved for extra aspects of authority to come in. I think that would have given it a nice extra yeah. bit to make sure like everyone knows that this is yeah, definitely right. not legal. These kids are underage, and they're kicking the shit yeah. out of each other every night. Oh, and I realize in my synopsis that I got I forgot to say that Jean Roca is played by Jimon Hunsu. Right, who is a fantastic actor. Love Just, him. Who is wonderful. People recognize him from many places, including Blood Diamond, Blood Diamond, which is the first that springs to mind. Oh no, not for me. For me, it's Beauty Shop. So, would you watch it again? I know you just said you would, but just for the record. I would 100% watch this again. Like, you know, yeah. it's just a Friday night, you've got some burgers going, you've got a beer in your hand, and you're just yes. there to watch some fighting. Like, it's a great movie for that. Is it Oscar bait? Absolutely not. <laughs> Is it an amazing performance from anyone? Not really. Is it fun? Absolutely. Hell yes. You're asking for trouble though, Simone. Because if you have multiple boys around, because boys are stupid, and you're drinking, and you watch this film... They're gonna fight afterwards. You know this. You know what it will be, though, because, like, at our age, <laughs> it's gonna be dudes like, let me show you how to do this lock. Oh, I know how to get out of this lock. And someone's gonna end up unconscious or with something sprained. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up the next morning. Oh, why is my ACL a bit sore today? Oh, right. I'm an idiot. And <laughs> I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Literally. I've got to agree with you, though. I would definitely yeah. watch this film again. Yeah. Without question. It is fantastic. It's still on my laptop, and I will probably definitely watch it again before I delete it. Because it's just fun. It's just fun to see yeah. a young Tom Cruise who's not Tom Cruise kicking ass. Mm. Yeah, I wish him all the best. I looked him up, but I mm. haven't really seen much else of what he's in. No. But I hope he's well and happy. I mm. hope he's living that best life with that never back down money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it, Simone. End of, end of fighting week. Woo! What a win. Do you feel yeah. do you feel victorious? Ding ding ding. Yeah, I do. Ding ding ding. <laughs> so it's you know, it's a fun genre. Exactly. It was beautiful. I'm glad you suggested it. I'm so about this Thank genre. Thank you. Me yeah. too. So what are we doing next week? Uh so this was your idea, the theme for next week, which is sci-fi movies. Mm -hmm. I think it's about time. Mm -hmm. Uh so I will be doing flatliners. Ah, so excited. I'm so excited. I haven't seen either of these movies. And tell them yeah, what you what movie you're doing. A classic. A, the classic, classic film, AVP, Alien vs. Predator. And I'm ready. Oh, it's gonna be great. What a week. Nerding it up properly oh. for you all. Oh, my dad's gonna be so happy. I'm visiting my parents at the moment. My dad's gonna be thrilled to watch these movies with me. It's gonna be uh, uh, he'll be so excited. He'll yeah. be so excited. Um yeah, and uh, so tell me, Simone, what is your optimistic thing for this week? Well, like, I, like I've said a couple times now, I'm visiting my parents this week, and mm. it's just been so nice to be home and see my parents' dog, Aww. and, you know, just spend time and let my parents look after me a little bit. And, <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a delight. That's so wonderful. That's really, really lovely. Last night, I was sipping whiskey and watching Daredevil with my dad. And Aww. it's, you know, perfection. And then before that, earlier, I went shopping with my mom and there was a big sale at H&M. I got a pair of jeans for like 150 rand, which is That's like amazing. half a pound. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a sale. Oh, perfect. Perfect yeah. day. Perfect day. And I know H&M is fast fashion and I shouldn't support it. And I know it's bad for the environment. But also, guys, I don't make enough money. No, exactly. We'll get there one day. Once once we start getting that podcast money, that sweet, sweet podcast money, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'll shop sustainably. Exactly. We'll, we need, like, Stitch Fix and um, 
honey thread up. thread up that's the one thread up to to sponsor us and then we'll we'll live sustainably and that's the thing also is a lot of these companies don't sell in south africa that is also true i would have <laughs> and we all donate our clothes here so i would have to buy it for you and send it to you <laughs> which would maybe be a lot more money exactly and a lot worse for the environment <laughs> yeah exactly and what's your optimistic thing for the week i know it's really basic but sleep sleep is my optimistic <laughs> thing for the week I get that. On Thursday, I had a really, really shitty day. It was the worst. Um, to oh, be, no. Yeah, it was just a really bad day. Like, it was compound interest on compound interest of bad things. And I got home, and I went to bed at 9, and I woke up feeling amazing, and I had an amazing Friday. Oh, so, nice. sleep, guys. Don't yeah. underestimate it. All the presidents of America say, oh, I get by on six hours of sleep. Even Obama said no. it. But it's, it's not Don't. good, guys. It's not good for your uh -uh. body sleep yeah get sleep guys and if you have trouble sleeping like i often do because i'm an anxious person <laughs> there's you can download the sleep with me podcast where he just has a soothing voice and goes off on tangents and talks about things and you can just play that in the background while you try to fall asleep and it helps a lot that sounds lovely i might do that yeah not sponsored i just <laughs> you just I really enjoy have trouble sleeping and this has helped a lot that's so lovely well friend of friend of the podcast we'll we'll uh, we'll at him in a yeah, tweet we'll tag him. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. This is uh, the bit where we would uh, do reviews and ratings and things. So please do send in your reviews and ratings. We'll uh, we'll shout you out on the podcast. Get your thoughts on the movies and things. You know, we, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, where can they find us? So honey? they can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Fresh Tomatoes Podcast, and they can follow us on Twitter at Fresh Tomatoes MP. They can also follow me on Instagram if they want at simone.le.rux. And where can they find you? They can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at chadsby1993. That's C-H-A-D-S-B-Y 1993. You can also email us. We'd yes. love to receive your emails for more themes. We love the themed episodes. So if you've got any ideas for themes, send them our way at freshtomatospodcast at gmail.com. And as we say...